good morning, good afternoon, whatever time it happens to be in your part of the world today. Uh, we are worldwide. Uh, we are reaching currently uh, 16 nations around the world. So, yeah, did, What, what date is it today? The date today is my birthday, the 7th of January. Seven, happy birthday, Rob. Happy birthday, Where are you in the world right happy now? Happy birthday. I'm, uh, I'm coming from uh, the studio. Not at yet, George. <laughs> <laughs> You've not been introduced yeah, yet. Well, hold up, hold up. Oh, my goodness. Happy birthday, Rob. Sorry, that was Rob. A great happy birthday. That was a good intro. Yeah, that was pretty good. Just use on debut. Hang on. We'll get, but I am, uh, yes, thanks for your asking, Connor. Um, obviously, I'm not in the studio with you guys today. I am away on my annual pilgrimage at Crescent Head. I am currently sitting in the tavern. They've shut it off for me for a couple of hours. Oh, yeah, no. well, it sounds yeah. like you're in the room with us. You know, well, that's how clear that it's connection very is. Clear. That's awesome. Crescent Head Tavern, uh, later on there will be a band on there and um, there will be some thong slapping and all sorts of stuff happening here. So, uh, yeah, have you, how's it been back at sunny Balambi? I'm yeah, actually right. uh, not in Balambi either, Rob. I'm in, uh, oh, you're I'm coming, in America. You're in America? What, yeah. What, what state? Seventh, I think I'm in New York or Philadelphia at the moment. Yeah. Is Somewhere. it been a big one? Yeah, it's been a big one. <laughs> <laughs> sore head. Don't know what state wow. <laughs> Don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm yeah. away too, actually. I'm just away somewhere nice. With <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for asking. Somewhere nice. Somewhere nice. Yeah. Uh, it's a little... You at the cinema? Pardon? You at the cinema? <laughs> no, I am not. He's climbing. He's got his climbing gear. I'm actually, like I actually am going to the cinema tonight, though. Are you really? Yeah. Tonight Me? being... Popcorn? Maltesers. <laughs> We're just on, trying uh, to break Rob. the ice because um, before we introduced Georgia, she sort of jumped in there um, a little bit earlier and then she started laughing and hasn't stopped laughing since. So we're going to let her calm down <laughs> for a second before we bring her in. She is in three, hysterics. We will welcome Georgia Petty to the podcast, for the uh, if that's all right. Plug. Is that the plug? To the plug for the, the first plug. time. Three, two, plug. one. Georgia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. How do you feel? Yeah, good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's um, It works well when you speak a lot closer to... To the mic too, Georgia. Just want to let you know. We're just going to give her a few more seconds. Anyway, so Rob, how old are you on your birthday now, mate? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Great cut. I'm 38 today. I know most people don't think that I look that old and um, I don't feel that old most of the time. Uh, Sometimes I do. Like when the... When the truck's being reversed at the mezzanine, I feel mm. pretty old. Oh, um, yeah. when, the tr- when I hear about stories of the trailer doors flinging open on the freeway, <laughs> I feel, feel old. old then. Yeah, yeah. Um, when Georgia continues to giggle like a 12-year-old, <laughs> makes me feel pretty old too. Yeah, it does make <laughs> you feel old, doesn't it? Yeah. We're going to try one more time. Georgia, Petty, welcome to the podcast. It's just a nervous jitters. I know how big of a podcast this That's is. Fair. That's fair. That's what you need to do, actually. You just need to feed our egos mm. and it all works really well. Alrighty. She's good at that, actually. Yeah. She so here we go. We Welcome, Georgia. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Great woo. Thanks. Nice how, how confident are you feeling about your uh, blog? Well, mine takes a bit of a different angle. There was a few different prompts when we got talked about the blog. I have a little bit of 2023 in review, and then I have kind of like a recount of one of our trips, just if anyone wanted to know what it was like to be away, what kind of like a program and itinerary looks like, what we get up to. I like nice. it. I'm looking forward to this That's one. That's good. All right, hit the music, Tice. All righty, here we go. The intro. From the Black Diamond Adventures podcast, uh, you are currently recording, mate. It's the Black Diamond Adventures podcast. What do you got for me, mate? <laughs> We are here. Welcome back to the podcast. We are really excited to introduce uh, Georgia Petty. I forgot your name for a second. We're really excited to introduce Georgia Petty with her plug in three, two, one. Off you go, Georgia. 
Alrighty, I'll start you off with a bit of 2023 in review. Here we go. My experience as a trainee working for Black Diamond Adventures has been a positive and insightful 12 months. Not only have I had the privilege of taking young people out into beautiful national parks and supporting them through challenging experiences that push them out of their comfort zones, I've also been lucky enough to be able to travel to these beautiful locations myself, including Kangaroo Valley, Bungonia, the Royal National Park, etc., and been pushed out of my own comfort zone, which has allowed me to grow as an individual and helped shape my character throughout the year. I've gained invaluable knowledge from my colleagues and not only had the chance to learn and be pushed by them, but I've been lucky enough to turn those relationships into friendships throughout the year and felt supported by the team. However, individuals in this team sometimes make silly mistakes too, like getting your breakfast stolen by a bush turkey, losing someone else's car keys with everyone else's car keys locked in that car or capsizing your canoe while holding the keys to the black diamond truck which have also shaped my character throughout the year. Prior to this year, I hadn't spent a lot of time in the workforce, but this year I've learned how to be hardworking, take pride in my work, and finish all jobs off well. That's my review. Oh, that's <laughs> good. Clap, clap. Wow. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> We're all caught off guard. Wow. That's a C- couple subtle digs at, at people. Couple. Oh, I was paying attention Whoa. and then a couple of things happened, but... We got distracted. Um, and you sort of... We're talking away from your microphone, but that's okay. I was texting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, good review, good review. Yeah, yeah a couple no. subtle digs there at um, no one in particular. That's mm. all right. That's okay. You copped a little then? I did. What was that, the car keys? I, I, just ha- I was busy and the car keys were just somewhere in this warehouse, which was no issue at all. Can you? Sarah panicked. Yeah, Georgia panicked. Day. Georgia, can yeah, you? That's can what you, we. Yeah, Georgia, so can you tell us? It's the day you don't want to panic. Number one, we're going to see the backtrack. Kids, we were yes, um, up in Sydney, so we had to get there. But on top of that, we've had a fresh batch of our own backtrack style kids that were new to the warehouse, and as you could imagine, we had them all um, hypnotised. They were doing exactly, they were doing having a great day, and then all of a sudden, we had to leave our focus from them and search for these keys. And then these monkeys that we were looking after turned into full blown like chimpanzees, and they just tore the place apart because. We all had to search for the keys. And we're looking for the keys because Maeve actually had that injury. Oh, so it was sorry. Even more Someone needed to go to well. hospital. We ran with Pat Farmer that day. Maeve twisted her ankle. Um, she went to hospital. And I think um, this can all be backtracked all the way to the decision to run in the first place. <laughs> well, <laughs> on a day we were going to backtrack with the Holy Spirit boys. Sarah, you can't talk. You're not on, mi- <laughs> sorry, you're not on microphone. So... <laughs> You know it's we, my turn on the podcast, yeah. So, Georgia, look, it's, everything's in chaotic. What what exactly happened from your point of view? Well, Tell us. we come in like a bit like Maeve mentioned, never knowing what the day's gonna have in store for us. Podcast. We sit down, podcast, exactly, just like this. Actually, sit down for the day, talk about our daily plan, and Rob decides we're going to run down Mount Oosley, all of us, with our five other friends as well, and run with Pat Farmer. So we think this is a great idea. We're so excited. We get there. We go. Rob, Sarah and Tyson actually drive up and down Mount Oosley multiple times that morning doing car shuffles and only maybe on the fourth or third drive <laughs> do they decide, mm, there's not really a shoulder on Mount Oosley. Like, is this the safest place to run down? With a bunch of 14-year-old boys? Definitely wasn't. But Pat Farmer, I'm going to throw you under the bus today. I know he listens to us regularly, but he ran the whole uh, circumference of Australia and some. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we joined him as he came down past our coastline. He changed his plan about three times that morning. 
which did not help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think he was trying to plan for us, though. I think he had his own things going. We were registered thing. runners. Thank you very <laughs> much. We were registered runners. So. I think I registered in the car on the way up Mount Newsley. <laughs> to be fair, he needs staff to monitor that stuff. Seriously. Anyways, it was good, Pat, until uh, you nearly killed one of our trainees. <laughs> Poor Maeve did take a tumble, but that's all right. Tyson did come in with the pickup vehicle, saved us, brought us all back to the warehouse. Maeve, however, we thought it was best to get her ankle checked out, so she was going to head off to the hospital, go with Tyson. But Doctors, we're trying to find the doctors. doctors. But you obviously need a bit of ID to get in there. And her. Um, did you need ID? I think, I think didn't she go to the hospital do. without it and she was fine without it? Well, that later we found out you probably don't need ID, but you wouldn't want to get there. So the lesson is don't stress about things that aren't important, right? Not important. She needed to go to the hospital. She went to the hospital. The keys was, were found. It was a funny situation though. Maeve comes, we kind of carry Maeve in and as you said, Rob, the boys are just hypnotised in a movie. I think they were watching Backtrack at the time and um, we just come in and straight away we're trying to find a doctor. I'm ringing up everyone, I find one. All right, where's the keys? Can't find the keys. Keys are going, and then the boys are starting to run everywhere. Had an interview as well. Had an interview. Oh yeah, had <laughs> oh, the interview yeah. as well with uh, someone else. We're all walking in and out of the I interview. I think Tyson interrupted the interview like five times oh. to ask if Connor knew the lights where weren't on in here. I forgot to put the lights were. on in the, the office. Lights weren't on. Interview. It was just dark. Like it was very, it was a very chaotic day. I had to go run archery tag, but oh, had no true. phone or car keys either <laughs> to get there. Because where were they? Locked in Sarah's car. Don't and lock your keys in Sarah's someone else's car. Lost Sarah's car keys? It actually hasn't lost. been mentioned. Lost means they weren't found again. Well, They were misplaced. You can tell that it was Connor. Well, the, gr- the great thing was that, and this is unusual, but once we arrived at Backtrack with all the Backtrack entourage and dogs and camping somewhere we'd never camped before, that, it went very smoothly from there on. It was training. There was. There really was Backtrack training at the exactly. time. They put uh, the boys... The kids that we were looking after did leave us a bit of a presence in the bathroom with Tim Tams left out everywhere oh, while we were all amongst the chaos. So that was nice of them to think of us. Thanks, boys. All worked out well in the end. It did all work out well in the end. So, Georgia, I believe that was only half of your plug. We're in Correct. for a treat now for a recap of uh, a trip in particular. Could you let us know what trip you are going to recap so we yeah, can sort of so get this our was actually one of my favourite programs of the year. It was down in Kangaroo Valley. I heard that it had been cancelled, maybe replanned a few times, and this was the first time I actually got to go off properly with um, Canberra Girls down in the valley for yep. five days. Beautiful. Great trip. Excellent trip. Alrighty. So this year, BDA put together a five-day program down in Kangaroo Valley that involved hiking, canoeing and plenty of bushcraft activities. The trip's itinerary was loaded with exciting and challenging activities, including two overnight expeditions throughout the week. This trip was one of my favourites throughout the year as it was full of changing logistics, but it also allowed the students to experience a range of new activities, gain independence and allowed each group time to connect and form a good routine throughout the week. A brief overview of the trip, saw day one set out, bit of rotations which include canoeing, tent demonstrations, navigation, compass sessions, all located at Bandila. On day two, we set off in our canoe expedition down to Farmer's Flat, which allowed the students to put their canoeing skills. All right, let's reset, go back a couple sentences. Stop moving your chair, Georgia. So, Georgia, just a couple of advice for a young rookie in podcasting here. Um, I don't know if you can hear it, but I know that we all can. You're creaking at the chair. And no, I cannot hear that. And the one thing too... Just stop moving it. Which might be good is being clear and talking into the mic, not a, not away from the mic. 
You're doing a great nice. job. But you're doing great. You're doing very well for a rookie. I'll well take done. it on board. Sorry, what's Thank going you. on? I was just texting again. <laughs> <laughs> We're just giving some pointers. Oh, and good, back good, in yeah, three, two, two, one. Hey, guys, just a quick interruption here. This episode is actually brought to you by our sponsors, Black Diamond Adventures. Thank you, Connor. And guys, I know it's difficult to believe, but we are in fact not professional podcasters. We do run and operate an outdoor education company. We run everything from the Duke of Edinburgh Award, school camps, tailored expeditions, trips to the Northern Territory, leadership days, the works. If I want to go onto these hikes, Rob, where do I go? Blackdiamondadventures.com.au. Jump on there, flick us an email. Let's get something going. We are the... Best outdoor education company in New South Wales. What are we doing in 2024, Rob? Glad you asked, Tyson, because it's already shaping up to be a big year. We're that excited to get back out in the field with the kids. Our calendar is filling up really quickly on pump. So get in touch. If you're a teacher, get in touch today because I can't guarantee there's going to be room for long. Send your emails to info at blackdiamondadventures.com.au. We'll book you in. We can't wait to get back out there doing what we love. Can't wait to see everyone again. Don't forget, jump on Instagram and our website. Now back to the episode. A brief overview of the trip saw day one set out with a few rotations, which included some canoeing, some tent demonstrations and some navigation compass work, all located at Bendila. On day two, we set off on our canoe expedition down to Farmer's Flat, which allowed the students to put their canoeing skills from the day before into practice. We played plenty of games, including a bit of world domination, aqua ball, and played a few pranks about the power station along the way. Farmers Flat provide the students with an opportunity to learn how to light a fire and even try to light a fire by using flint and steel. On day three, we did the return paddle back and arrived at Bandila in time for some morning tea, a quick round of cards, and then on to a restful afternoon at the caravan park, which allowed everyone a chance for a swim in the pool, shower, enjoy a barbecue dinner, and rest up for ex-bed number two. However, that caravan park had to be earned. With the bus driver, who's actually sitting on this table right now, dropping us two and a half kilometres from the actual caravan park and suggesting we should just walk the rest of the way. Well, um, yeah, there was a good suggestion because if you if you listen to two podcasts back, Sarah's podcast, um, Sarah, can you just jump on uh, George's mic there and remind us about what hard things do for people? That is true. I, I can't I can't deny what words came out of my mouth that hard things are good. And to be fair, in Rob's defence, they were on their Duke of Ed. <laughs> so for them to have to hike and walk two kilometres probably was fair. But I think the issue was that we had just come off the water and we didn't know it was coming and we all had like sopping wet shoes on. I remember I was like, I had like a backpack Okay, on. I'm cutting I, had, I, had I just remember. I was going to... I thought you were going to back me up there, Sarah. I just remember I was driving the trailer, I think, with the canoes on it, and I passed these two groups that are walking. I, was, I thought you guys would be in the bus, and I just stick my head out the window, and the look on George's face was priceless that Rob had made them walk, and that was worth it for Wait, me. Wait, hang on. You guys you guys walk, Georgia? Oh, we got Rob, Rob drove me and my oh, kids, kids all the way in. We got dropped all park. the way into the caravan park. Oh, you know. Favourites. We, exactly. They call it differentiation in school, so... Some students need extension. Some students need further assistance. Um, I'm just catering for the different and different levels of uh, abilities amongst the group. That's what we do. We'd, it's not one size fits everyone here, Tyson. We are a tailor-made outdoor education company. We make sure hey. each individual gets served. Your group 
Oi, I'm happy. Needed a bit more of a. I'm, know, I'm happy with your decision. Caring hand. I'm happy with your oh, decision. Oh, no, I know you are. Definitely happy with that. I'm just explaining to the listeners oh. the extent that we go to to make sure every student on our trips is well catered for. All Do you right. understand now, Georgia, how that works? Yes. Yeah, that's all right. Good. You handled it quite well. You didn't give Did me. She? The, she didn't give me the face that oh, she gave you. That right. she went. Oh yeah, <laughs> we no, did no then worries. We did get made walk to do the same walk back the next morning as well, which was also oh, in your hiking boots this time though. Oh, we were prepared two days for later. Hiking. Yeah, so you're next prepared. morning. You're prepared. Mm. No, you had a day in the middle of rest. Yeah, she did walk back. I well, remember it was the Wednesday afternoon. Oh, we didn't have a rest day in the middle. Never mind. Ah. No. Yeah. Ah. Alrighty. After <laughs> some rest. You, you can talk to me in future, by the way. Like you've been storing this inside for a long yeah. time. Uh, let's let's have you know, let's get these out. These things out. All righty, I will next time. It's all good. I'm over it now. Maybe after some rest, a food restock and an egg and bacon roll for brekkie. The team headed off for Exped Number Two on day four, which was a hike down to Griffin's Farm. The students got to put their navigational skills into practice and learn about topographical map features and nailed their grid references throughout the trip. Griffin's Farm had a beautiful creek that the students got to enjoy at the end of the day before the weather took a turn, which caused Sarah and myself to rethink how we would coordinate our cooking circles. As we set up the tarp, set everyone up for it because there's a bit of rain, then as we go to light the transients, the rain stops. So we move our cooking circle back out into the open, have a bit more room. Then the rain starts again. So we pack everyone up and move them back under the tarp. Then the rain stops. So we think for the third time as we're setting this cooking circle up, no, I think this is like it's gone now. We'll just do it out in the rain. So the cooking circle has probably been going for about 25 minutes now. We move them back out one last time as we light the tranges. It starts pouring and we decide, ah, we'll just cook out here now with the tarp sitting set up. There's a few strikes happened on this trip, happen. I believe. Um, we have these beautiful orange... Tarps, orange and blue tarps from uh, One Planet that we love dearly. Um, and didn't something happen to yours on that trip? Possibly, could deep have been breath, mine. Deep <laughs> breath from Georgia there. What um, what happened, Georgia? Well, if I tell in like the full story, is I thought I was just nailing it. I knew I was like, it might be a chance we get down to Griffin Farm, and you know there might not be some good sticks or that. So during the hike, I actually was looking out and found like solid sticks to hold my tarp up because it was hot that day like really hot and I was like these kids are going to need some shade I've never been down there like let's just be on the front foot so I'm thinking I'm like 10 out of 10 nailing it get down there correct not much shade set up my tarp so impressed I've actually taken a picture of it tried to send it to the whatsapp group not much reception made Sarah come over <laughs> admire it and then I go down check this creek out come back the tarp's collapsed mm. Bit annoying, we'll get it back go around again. But then I see this massive, like, gaping hole straight down Can the middle. Can we just middle. add to, was there very high winds there as well? They haven't arrived yet, no. They haven't arrived oh, yet, geez. my bad. Well, I thought it happened during the wind. This is yeah, news to me. That was excusable. That, yeah. That was excusable, that isn't yes. Now. Wow. There might have been just a little bit of the big stick that I brought that just was jutting out. And as it's fallen, it's Were they on the it. fabric itself or had you tied the string to the top of the stick? It was on the top. The fabric was well, covering the sure. stick? No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No. How did it rip? As so the sticks have fallen in. Have you, uh, fallen have you seen her set a tarp up before? I have actually. Can we just note this is the person? He's improved. This he is has. The, good. This I is the person. Topology. That is the chosen one. Or once in generation. Once in a generation. Once in a generation to rip a tarp. I thought that was going to be your plug fully about all your accolades. That actually doesn't even make it into it. These, these are $600 tarps. Yeah. They are, just they are to, ridiculous. So the listeners understand, like this ain't no Bunnings. 
It's um, not plastic. like I felt good about it. I was very stressed. So I was going to Sarah like, what am I going to do? We folded it back up. Then plus it rains and you, now can I just a tarp with a hole in it. I need to interrupt there because you say you look stressed, you felt stressed, but you probably, I'm thinking that she was more stressed the time that I dropped her in the bus two kilometres away from <laughs> She looked more stressed looked talking about that. Definitely. Story, that was, she had gotten over the tarp for sure. That was forgotten about, but you have not um, gotten over that. Wow. Being dropped off not. two kilometres. Yeah. Is it really two Ks? It was more like 200 metres. It's two and a half. No way. Two and a half. It was just, out, just by the pub and the caravan parks next to it. It was across the bridge. Me, oh, yeah. myself, mm. Emily, and Max walked that. <laughs> <laughs> Max Two weeks before we wrecked One it. year old son. Like if Max can do it, <laughs> Georgia can. Did he have his can. water shoes on though? Because that just adds a <laughs> <whole> scenario. <laughs> no, he, he actually had no shoes on. He's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> we do our cooking circle in the rain. Turns out fine. We have a great trip. We play a bit of Betty Bob before bed. I win, of course. I don't let the kids win as per usual. Beat them in the grand finale. <laughs> finale. <laughs> Day five, we hiked back out of Griffin's Farm to Kappa for a terrific week. Throughout the week, we got to know our groups of students well and saw them tackle each challenge that was put in front of them. Us leaders also got to see the students bond, motivate and inspire each other through the challenging times, which led the girls to form some pretty special memories out there together, but also feeling a huge sense of achievement throughout the week after completing hard tasks with tasks, pronunciation there. But all in all, I think just the extended days of the trip, but with those rest days as well, like the itinerary couldn't just have been better for those girls to get absolutely everything they needed to to get out of that trip. It was phenomenal. Great job, Georgia. Great plug. Nice plug. Good work, Georgia. Good recap. It was a good trip, that one. That was good. It all went very well. So I think maybe what you didn't mention there, because you look after your own group, is we had um, eight groups out, two sides of that trip. So. George's account is from one group and there was actually eight of those happening at the same time. A lot to coordinate and a lot to get right and we we nailed it. It was quite a trip, but that was a fantastic trip, that one. I agree. It was a great one. Well, well done, guys. Um, these guys at the ta- they're knocking at the tavern door here, Chris Ned Tavern. I've got to get out. They say oh, yeah. I've oh, overstayed my welcome. So um, I'm going to have to jet. Um, I'm going to enjoy... A couple of uh, refreshments and the band. What happened the last time you were at um, Crescent Head Tavern? That was a big. It was. Um. It wasn't. It was a great night, but a terrible following day. Yeah. 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 Right. Fair enough. Yes. Anyways, uh, gotta go, boys. As I said, and girls, it's been fun, and um, don't know when we're gonna get back together, record another one of these things. But Who knows? Hope well, Tyson's got to write a blog. So I, do gotta, I gotta do my no. blog. You gotta do your I gotta blog. Do mine. You gotta do your. I blog. think we're just going to um, Tyson and myself. We're much alike. We're just going to wing our blog. blog. I think he shouldn't wing. Well, maybe make need, some notes. I need a. I can't have like a, a thousand word essay as what no. these girls have written up. You can have a structure to it though, couldn't you? Otherwise, there would just be. Um, can I make pictures? puns and dad jokes? Yeah, yeah. that's all it's all in time. It. And pictures, pictures as well. I like pictures. Me too. Great job, Georgia. Great job, girls. It's been nice a nice work. series. Nice short episodes for your holidays. Um, we don't want to keep you for too long. Enjoy your seventh of ju- uh, January, and we will. Check back in next time. Uh, Rob, should we play you some um, birthday Happy, music? Yes, yeah, some birthday yeah, music. Yeah, let's, let's yes, that was great too. By the way, thank you all for my birthday gift this <laughs> year, uh, especially the one that you got me, Sarah. Yeah. I know you're a very giving person and uh, very generous. Um, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. So thanks Alrighty. very much. Happy birthday, Rob. Happy birthday, Rob. Happy birthday. Can you play the Simpsons version? Happy birthday to you. 